0: Hello there and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm delighted you have reserved this hour to spend with me. We talk all about your stories here, the stories you live by, the stories you're writing, the blog posts you're featuring, the brands you are elevating. We also focus on your personal stories and your love letters and how you're expressing yourself to those special people in your world. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I help you do that writing and do that expressing. I was a longtime teacher, instructor at the college level and I enjoyed that very, very much working with people that were writing essays and articles. They were learning how to do research, fiction writing. We even had a publication on campus that was really sought after. We we had writers with their poetry and their fiction and their nonfiction writing in from all over the nation. We created a Literary magazine every single year. I had loads of fun doing all that. But I also, just at one point, I really, really needed to step back from the whole political scene at the college and do something different. So here's one thing that developed out of doing things differently. Another thing that developed out of doing things differently was I wanted to bring just a little more spirituality and heart to the classroom. I'm not saying you can't have that in a college, but you know about the whole division of church and state, and I definitely don't teach church, but it gets a little funny sometimes when... You're really, really talking about matters of the heart and how to be a mystic. (laughs) That can get a little tricky in a college classroom. But right here at the show and at my own writer's workshops that I offer in the Seattle area and the retreats that I offer up and down the West Coast, well, we can do what we want. So, we're up to a whole lot of that here at Story You Talk Radio. And like I said, I'm your host, Coach Debbie. You can find out more about what I'm up to if you'd like to take a look at my website. Feels like it's always under construction, you know? I feel like the cobbler's shoes story where, you know, I make pretty, pretty shoes, but don't necessarily look at the ones on my feet. <laughs> At the same time, uh, I'm very, very proud of Alexis, who does all the images and such for my website. And I do get comments from people that it looks lovely. Well, that's all Alexis. She's amazing. Anyway, if you'd like to take a look or if you want to send me a note or sign up for the newsletter, find out about these shows... Keep in touch about the Inner Circle subscription, come to a retreat, any of that stuff. You can find out about it at CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. You can also send me an email anytime you like. I am the only one who reads my email Unless, of course, I'm deathly ill and I have to turn it over to someone for a short period of time, but it's so rare that that happens. My email is debbie at coachdebby.com. And again, that is spelled D E B B Y. Debbie at com. I want to tell you about a couple of things coming up here. You may know that. I did a little bit of traveling i went to santa barbara and i was checking out places for me and you and all of our favorite people to come together and have a retreat and boy oh boy did i find some places so keep an eye on the newsletter because more information is going to be coming out my hope is that you'll be joining me Possibly in October for a retreat. Definitely next year in the spring as well. I'm also going to be offering VIP sessions. Very important person sessions. I have one coming up in about three weeks. That will be in the Santa Barbara area. I also offer them in the LA area. In Seattle, Washington and soon I will be offering them in Vancouver. If you're lucky, we can make it happen in Hawaii as well. Not so sure about 2023, but in 2024 for sure. So those are just some places where we can meet up and really dive into whatever it is you are writing. Are you working on a memoir? Are you working on a cookbook? My client Diana has put together a beautiful cookbook. Are you working on a book that will help people through the grieving process? My client Becky just finished her book on that. Are you writing a book that shares your family journeys and how important they have been to society, to culture, to understanding your personal identity. My client Tara has been working on that. There's so many things to write about. And usually you are right on track if you're writing something that is near and dear to your heart. That's how you know that you're really, really making the best effort with your voice. It's something that truly matters to you. It's not necessarily something that you were told you must do in order to be successful. It's more something that your heart has drawn you to share your stories about, and so you do. Now, a lot of people that listen to this show wanna know how. If I know I want to do it, well, then how do I do it? That brings me to today's topic. You know that every season, every spring, every winter, every summer, every fall, we offer you a show that I simply call the Office Hours. And today we're doing just that. Office Hours grew out of my desire to continue to have that open door policy at the college where students would just pop in and they'd say, hey, I really got to talk to you about something. And we'd talk it through and in eight minutes or 12 minutes, they'd go out the door feeling like they had something all straightened out that a matter of moments ago, they just didn't know what to do with. So The office hours that I offer here on the radio show, it's very similar. It's your opportunity to write in any time during the show or before the show, of course. Uh, I've been collecting letters for these office hours for about three weeks now. And I will take your letters if you want to. Write in a quick question or note during today's show. Again, you can reach me by writing to Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. That's my email address, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. And I will take your question right here. We've got a few already, really good stuff. And honestly this is this is to help you get in touch with your writing so any topic that is important to you is important to me and i'll just put some ideas out there in case you're you're wondering where you might get started for example maybe you know you have an idea for writing a book or a blog or a brand maybe even a speech, Uh, but you have question about style, like what is your style? How do you follow style? You can ask that here. Maybe, Maybe you're one of those people that is a little caught up in what I like to call the competitive game. You're a little concerned that maybe your time has run out to Put out your ideas and you're starting to compete with others that have already put out their ideas. And you've got some questions around that. Maybe you're someone who's getting into publishing. You want to know about traditional versus self-publishing. You'd like some of my advice around that. Maybe you're someone who tends to be a little critical with yourself. Or even critical with your own audience. You need a little help around that. Maybe you're doing writing on the job. And you're fearing your boss. Maybe you're thinking there's a right way. And there's a definite wrong way. And you want to make sure that you're going to come out shining. Well, you can write to me about that. You can write to me about anything that comes to mind. You might even have some attraction across the way that you want to engage in a conversation with someone. Maybe you want to write a love letter. I'd be happy to help you with that. Sometimes that is my my most favorite work. (laughs) I've, I've had opportunities to help people with their love letters, and it really is a joy, and great results come of that. So... Whatever's on your mind, feel free to send it in. Let's just go ahead and dive in with some of the questions I've been collecting. Again, they come through email, which is debbie at coachdebbie.com. Remember, that's Debbie with a Y, D-E-B-B-Y. They come in any time of the month. I also get questions through coachdebbie.com. I have a page called connect people can click on that. Send me a note at any time. I have an open door policy. People can sign up to have office hours uh, online on zoom. Let me just get a sip of water. So there's all kinds of ways that we can be connecting. Here's someone that wrote in recently, and I don't think I have heard from this gal before. Her name's Mallory. And she says, on one of your shows, could you review the difference between biographies and legacy? And is there an age that qualifies me to start on my biography? Do biographies sell better If someone writes it for you, I want to do mine on my family and how we speak French and English in the house and how I think it's made me a better person. Okay. Mallory, thank you. I think you are brand new to me, even though I might not be brand new to you. I want to welcome you to the show and I want to thank you for this question because. I do talk a good bit about memoir. Now, you didn't say memoir. You said uh, on one of your shows, could you review the difference between biographies and legacy? Now, legacy writing and memoir writing, uh, they're in a very, very similar camp. And so let me just tell you the difference between Biography, a term a lot of people have heard before, versus memoir and legacy, uh, things that people probably haven't heard about quite as much. So biography is a nice chronology of a particular person. An autobiography means you wrote it about yourself auto self. Um, and an autobiography follows your chronology. So it goes from birth to at least where you are at this point in life, if not to, uh, for a lot of people, a biography that isn't written by themselves, it will cover their whole life. Uh, someone passes away and a biography comes out because it covers the person's whole life. Of course, if you're writing your own, you can't quite do that. So in that regard, they are similar biography and autobiography in that they go from birth to this end point, whether it be someone wrote all the way up to your death Or you are writing all the way up until your current age, whether that be 50 or 60 or 70 or beyond. What I find is that biographies are often offered up by people who have lived uh, a fair number of years. I have not really read any biographies by, let's say, a 20 year old. I'm not saying they don't exist, I'm just saying they're less less, far less possible, or uh, far less popular, not possible, they're far less popular. Where on the other hand, a memoir, a memoir is when you're not capturing your whole life, you're capturing a theme from your life, and you're looking at how that has played out and why it's significant. If you really focus deeply on the significance, then you're starting to look at legacy writing because it's usually the significance of your theme that you're passing on to your generations below you, your legacy. You're even passing it on to the world if, let's say, you're an inventor and and you want people to know about this that you have created memoir. I like to think of as as really focusing on some theme you can speak about, and it can be anything. It can be about your relationship. It can be about your band. It can be about your city, your career. It can be about how you were impacted. In Mallory's case, uh, you're saying. You spoke French and English in the home growing up and you feel it made you a better person. If that's the emphasis, how a bilingual home makes you into a better person, that is really incorporating a fair bit of legacy work into your memoir. It could be a biography, Mallory, especially If you have a few decades of information to share with us, such as childhood and your 20s and your 30s and your 40s and your 50s, something like that, it definitely could be a biography. But if you are younger and if you want to focus mainly on language and culture, then it's probably in the camp of a memoir. So I hope that gets you started, Mallory. And again, I wanna thank you for the question. In this show, we like to take a couple breaks. Our first one is coming up here. It's just a couple minutes. So stay tuned. I'm gonna be right back with more questions. Stay tuned.
1: know coach debbie from story you talk radio but do you know about her annual membership well now you do and you're invited become the author of your dreams and upscale your career transform your home or grow your income create any future you desire you'll learn the skills that allowed coach debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer teacher and especially as a person with low vision The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach, D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence.
0: Hi, this is Coach Debbie. You've heard my guest Clayton Olson on the show. He will help you transform your romantic relationship. And it doesn't matter if you're just getting started or if you're strengthening and developing your relationship or even if you have a desire to move along. He's not a quick fix coach. He will show you how to see your experience with brand new eyes. And the benefits of working with Clayton Olson will show up in all areas of your life, your career, your finance, your spirituality. After working with Clayton, I believe you will secure a life where love truly endures. Get in touch with Clayton Olson today. Write to him, Clayton, C L A Y T O N, at Clayton Olson Coaching.com.
1: Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150KKNW.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150KKNW.com. Welcome
0: back to Story U Talk Radio thanks so much for tuning in today we are focusing today on office hours this is something i bring to you every season of the year now it it really delights me to do this i just gather up the questions i've been getting from you in emails or at my website and sometimes even questions that'll come in during workshops from people participating and then we bring them to the airwaves because it's been my experience if one person is asking the question it's probably on the heart of many you might not relate to every single detail but you might relate very much so to the general idea we've got we've got a couple questions here that are related to time and time management and I think this is something that many of us struggle with and I also think many of us believe that there's a right way to manage time. And I would I would encourage you to think that there's your way to manage time. Maybe the way you're doing it right now doesn't feel like it's working, but you probably have a style or a way that suits you best to manage your time. And if you can slow things down in your life and get in touch with that, you'll find that you will do it in a way that works best for you. It's usually in the revving up of many, many things that we get away from it, which makes me think of Danielle because she wrote this in and said, I desperately need your help managing my time. I completed a fiction course in adult education at least two years ago now, and I've hardly done anything with my plot development or the heroine I sketched out. I can't seem to find time between driving my kids and keeping my husband and the dog's belly fed, and I don't get... To my own father, often enough. And by the way, I have taken a part time job with the county. And she goes on this is Danielle. She goes on and talks about the busyness of her life. But the way she started this out was that she needs help managing time. Now, I'm going to just correct you for one second and say, Danielle. I I think time management is the second problem. Honestly, I think the first problem, this might be a little tricky to hear, but I think the first problem is around boundaries because you have created an unnecessary busyness in your life. So for example, it is unnecessary that the only way other people get to eat is if you feed them. And it is it is unnecessary that the only way other people make it from one point to the next is if you drive them. And I'm not saying that that you need to hire it all out or change everything, but sometimes sometimes the reason we don't have any time for ourselves is because we're tasking ourselves so much when actually we don't need to do it that much at all. For example, you said here that uh, you keep your husband's belly full. Now, I relate to that because I I love to cook, and I love to cook for people, and I love to cook for the most significant people in my life. I, I find joy in that. However, really, there isn't anyone who relies on me to make sure that they are fed. In other words, me making food is, is bonus. Now, in the, in the situation with your kids, I can completely understand that you're probably the number one person to make that happen. But there's probably also some ways, since that's your, your number one task, to make sure the kids get food, um, there's probably also some ways that you could be cooking perhaps three nights and creating more leftovers so that they are a little more independent Um. Maybe there are ways in which the driving could become more of a carpool situation with a neighbor. I don't really know, but there's there's some boundary issues that I'm hearing first in your letter. But secondly, what I'm hearing uh, is that you desire a system. And so in that case, what I'd like you to do is to pick up that piece of writing you put down a couple years ago, and I want you to look over the plot development you created. I want you to look over the heroine and how you mapped out her character. And I want you to get excited about the writing again. Because as you do, as you look over how you were planning this story to come to be, you're gonna start to feel energy for the story again. And when you feel energy for what you wanna create, you find your way into your own system of managing time for it. What I'm trying to tell you is that it becomes natural. You're connecting to the love you have for the story. And anytime we're connecting to love for something, It is easier, far easier for us to create a system for it than it is if we're bogged down and we just can't see our way through all that that cloudy, murky stuff that, well, is just quite simply in the way. Now, I want to be very careful here because most of the things you wrote about that you're giving your time to is family-oriented. And I'm in no way suggesting that you not prioritize family. What I am suggesting is making sure that as you prioritize family, you're also making really wise choices so that you, Danielle, have some priority time to write. You don't need that much. Maybe right now, you're you're in a system of being awake 16 hours a day and asleep 8 hours a day and if that's true maybe 14 out of the 16 hours you are somehow wrapped up with family well what if you moved that 14 hours down to 13 just just one just one hour Each day that you knew, you can be giving some more time to Danielle. Maybe that just sounds impossible and you're going to start with 30 minutes. Honestly, I've done this with myself. And what I have found is that even when, in my mind, I've dedicated my full 16 hours to my most significant people, what I really, really, really do find is when I'm in love with a story I'm working on, when I'm in love with a project I'm doing, when I'm in love with something I'm creating, not only do I find a little time for it, but I find that my world starts to open up in ways I didn't see as possible before. Before I was leaning into that feeling of love, and now I have quite a bit more time. Danielle, I'd like to invite you to consider being a part of my writers' community. I'm actually going to be starting up that community here in early summer, probably right around the 1st of June. And this is for anyone that is writing their their books, their blogs, their brands, their essays, their speeches, anything. And what we're really doing as a community it's, it's less of a, a class and more a community of bringing together what skills beyond just basic writing we need that really nurture our love for writing, nurture our, our time management and really help us see that it is deeply to our benefit to give a little bit of time to the day that is solely delegated to our writing. The people that go through this for either the three-month time period or the six-month time period, you have your choice. uh, These people make leaps and bounds, not only with their time management and their access to boundaries, but their relationship with what they thought was procrastination, it's often just busyness. Um they change in ways around being open to publishing. I had one girl who started out and just like you, Danielle, she was someone that just didn't see how she could have time to work on her story. But as we developed a half an hour a day that quickly turned into far more time for her to do it on the weekends she got really excited about publishing and now she is working she did publish her first book and now she is working on her second book and this is very very exciting because she was once someone that was deeply overworked in many, many areas of her life. And I think they were fulfilling to some aspect, but there was also this gnawing in the background where she really, really wanted to attend to her stories. And now that she's published her first book, she's on basically autopilot, working in her own style and her own time management to produce that second book. And she's having a heck of a fun time doing so, so Danielle, I hope that serves you it's um it often can look like all of this monotony is really around time management, but sometimes it really begins with looking at our boundaries, and if you're like me, if you like to cook for your family and provide, just see how much fun it can be to cook up something too, maybe three times in the week, have leftovers available. They're going to love it. I have found that every single tomato sauce I have made was even better the second time. So see how that works for you and let me know. Uh, That reminds me of Sean, and he had kind of a similar problem here. He wrote in and said, I listen to lots of podcasts, to help me sort of manage my stressful life. I like yours and how you talk about the different things. How you talk about the different things. I want to learn more about getting beyond my worst habit. I'm a hardcore procrastinator. I've been trying to write content and start a YouTube channel for probably three years. I'm embarrassed to even write this to you. I have valuable experience flipping homes, but sitting down to write a script is the last thing I want to be doing. Now, I know you went on, Sean, but I'm going to stop right there because you said something really key, and that was sitting down to write a script for your YouTube channel is the last thing you want to be doing. Well, my friend, this is why it's not happening. (laughs) Um, We we have a hard time going against our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is always at the gate, making sure if we don't want to do something, there is the next addiction waiting for us. Or if we're not really an addictive person, although most of us are in some way, uh, our subconscious mind will at least dabble in alarm systems and say, since you don't really, really, really want to do this thing, it's probably because it's not safe. It's not safe to have a YouTube channel out there and give advice and talk to people publicly and be on video. That's not safe. And when your subconscious is really driving those messages, then even if you're skilled, like you said, at flipping houses and you can really see how you could offer content to listeners, that mind of yours is going to take over and say no. So what I want to impart on you here is I don't think you're lazy. I don't think procrastination is about laziness. I think what you're dealing with is what you said in the very beginning. You're dealing with stress. You're dealing with stress because there's something you want to do, create videos, and there's something in the way, your subconscious mind. And it might look like procrastination. That's what you called it. But honestly, I just think it's a it's a nice little dose of fear. It's nothing more than that, Sean. You've got some thoughts playing in your mind that scare you. And probably one of them, your mind is doing a real good job saying, you don't want to do that. So it might not be telling you the message below, but it's possible that the message below is something like, uh, I might put a lot of time into my YouTube videos and they won't go anywhere. Or I might put a lot of time into it and someone will criticize me. Or I might invest in this YouTube channel and, um, I don't know, you, you might have one of those common messages that just keeps you safe. By not doing anything it's not it's not unusual, Sean to find yourself wanting to do something and not doing it, especially if it's brand new to you. So you are someone too who I would love to see join uh my community, and I would also love to continue this conversation with you on the email. I'd like to know more about scripting and the the fear around scripting, why you don't want to do it. Maybe you want to take the script out of it and just talk from the hip. I don't write scripts for my shows. Maybe you've noticed that. <laughs> I don't write scripts for my shows. I just talk to people about what I know about. And you know what? I think that's a whole lot easier than trying to figure out beforehand exactly word for word what I'm going to say. I think that would drive me absolutely insane. And so maybe you and I have that in common. Maybe you would just like to sit down and talk to your listeners. And if so, I would love to give you a hand as you get started on that. So let's keep the conversation going. Now, for the rest of you, this might sound familiar, And maybe it is. Maybe you have a question around this. You still have time to go ahead and send that in to me. My email is Debbie, that's D-E-B-B-Y, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. I'm going to take one more break right here, see if anyone else has written in, and I'm going to be back in just a moment. Stay tuned.
1: You know Coach Debbie from Story Utah Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence.
0: Hi, this is Coach Debbie. You've heard my guest Clayton Olson on the show. He will help you transform your romantic relationship. And it doesn't matter if you're just getting started or if you're strengthening and developing your relationship or even if you have a desire to move along. He's not a quick fix coach. He will show you how to see your experience with brand new eyes. And the benefits of working with Clayton Olson will show up in all areas of your life, your career, your finance, your spirituality. After working with Clayton, I believe you will secure a life where love truly endures. Get in touch with Clayton Olson today. Write to him, Clayton, C L A Y T O N, at Clayton Olson com.
1: Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back, my friends. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. I just want to take another minute to tell you about things that are coming down the pike here. I've got some retreats coming up in the second part of the year. We're going to be going to Santa Barbara for that. I have a writer's community that will be starting up in the early days of summer, and you can choose if you would like to be a member for three months or six months. If you are writing a book and you want to add on the personal coaching, I, I promise you we can put together a draft if you dedicate yourself to about 30 minutes of writing a day. We will have a draft done by the end of the year, and you'll be ready to jump over into the next year and start working on publishing and editing and all that fun stuff. So those things are happening. Something that is just near and dear to my heart makes me so happy is that my mentor, Alan Cohen, he's who certified me in his basic and advanced life coaching courses You know, he's written probably 32, 33 books at this time. I've probably read 10 of them cover to cover. Brilliant writer. Love the way he is on paper, let alone in person. He is offering a mastery spiritual writing course. Now, writing from your spiritual wisdom, a little bit different than doing fiction writing or screenplay, or whatever you might have originally been trained in. This is going to be a course where he is teaching you virtually. It begins on May 9th, and I will be at the course, um, the classes, and if you choose to have private coaching, uh, that will go through my services. And I, I can tell you that you are in very good hands taking his course. He is prolific as can be. Hayhouse was so lucky to have him as a main author. His books are still sold in so many languages all over this globe. I think it's a course you would really enjoy. This is offered to you through his website, which is Alan Cohen. Dot com And Cohen is C-O-H-E-N. Of course, Alan is A-L-A-N. AlanCohen.com. And I think it'll just pop right up there. It'll say the, the spiritual mastery level writing course. Take a look at it. See if it interests you. I would be delighted to see you there. Now we do have one last question here. We're offering our spring office hours today. I do this four times a year where I'm just I'm taking your questions about publishing and how strange and odd that can seem. I'm taking your questions around your your habits, your procrastination, your some people talk about their imposter syndrome. Some people feel they're very competitive and they actually want to get back into their creative strength again. Whatever's on your mind, we can discuss during these office hours. Just get me your, your note, your letter, and I'll read them on the air, just like I'm about to read Kathy's here. She's asking a really good question. Kathy works in the field of family therapy And she says, if I were to get very serious about sharing my stories in a blog, is there a way I could go for profit? Or do I need to create my blog strictly around family therapy, since, of course, that's what I do? In an ideal world, I'd like to think I could blend both of them. But definitely monetizing a blog intrigues me. All right, so Kathy and I had a conversation, you know, maybe a few weeks ago. And we were talking about the fact that there is no topic off limits for a blog. You can write a blog about anything you would like to focus on. But I do want to emphasize that a more successful blog is theme oriented, just like just like your memoir. If you decide to do a memoir, a book, it is theme-oriented. Now, here's the cool thing. Your theme could be really, really big. Like, your theme could be music. Your theme could be, you know, therapy. That's a ginormous word, music. Music is huge. It could be food. It could be the arts. It could be coaching. It could be electronics. It could be just one word that's a huge, huge category. And what I like about that is then it allows you a lot of freedom because you know that whatever you write has to somehow fall under that that heading. So in Kathy's case, yes you can monetize your blog and she works in family therapy so let's even let's just say therapy uh for fun you could bring back family therapy but just for fun let's open up the door nice and wide and say that this blog is going to be about therapy Now there's all kinds of studies under therapy. In addition, Kathy, I'm sure you have all kinds of little snippets of your own personal story that you could start your blog post with and it would lead into your category or or just the topic that you're working on for that particular blog post. It's really interesting how... You can weave things together. So, for example, Kathy, if you were wanting to monetize your blog, and let's say I don't know enough about your work to go with something true, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just make something up here. Uh, I'm going to imagine that since you do family therapy, maybe. Uh, Maybe you're someone who collaborates with others, like I collaborate with with Alan. Maybe you collaborate with others and you offer workshops. So under the category of therapy, maybe you offer a workshop around um, uh, significant communications in the family system. Hey, how's that? I kind of like that title. Uh, significant communication in the family system now what you could do to monetize it is if you're having workshops like especially around holiday time when everyone's falling apart because there's there's just so much hot topic going on at, at holiday time people are scared to communicate with their loved ones or they're excited and then they're afraid that it won't go well and all that stuff you could write your topic around communication and maybe blend in a little about what happens at your own thanksgiving table you know it it could be something really light like when when little little children are impatient at the table and let that be a thread that gets you talking about impatience and let impatience lead you into a call to action that hey if this is happening in your family and you'd like to take a little workshop and and renew your communication around patience and Emotional intelligence, we have one coming up and you can put the link right in your blog. You can, you can think of your blog as like this enormous topic potential. Just like today, I'm doing spring office hours and it's on anything writing, anything speaking. There's so many different questions that could possibly come in, but they all count. They're all worthy of being talked about right here. And you wanna treat your blog that way. Your blog is you opening up a conversation, one after another. It's you stepping forward with a mini topic. Maybe you're weaving in your own personal story, and maybe at the end you provide a little call to action. When you do this, you'll be surprised how you are monetizing that blog. Now, the only thing that's going to keep you from actually monetizing the blog is failing to drive traffic to the blog. That's, that's it. People that know you, follow you, like your stories, like you, your work, they're going to be delighted to see that after reading this lovely story in the blog, they could actually sign up for something. If it matches with them, they'll likely sign up. So what I want you to think about, Kathy, is of course, your blog is just another part of your business. It is something you can monetize because you have a huge overarching topic whether that be therapy or family therapy systems. And within that, anything a person could ask or talk about is fair game for topics in your blog. Any workshop you want to offer and put as a call to action is fair game for monetizing your blog. You might even create a PDF about communications, just a I don't know, just like a little eight page eight-point PDF and link that in your blog for a nominal fee. You know, something just real easy for people to say yes to, you know, maybe 1995. And just see, just see how that leads. Because while a person might be spending 1995 for that pdf or maybe they're spending 69.95 for that workshop what you want to think about is how that might lead the person into trusting you and requiring more services from you specifically and so that is where it really monetizes you know when the person says i would like to be in six months of therapy with you and my family so give that some thought Kathy let me know how that serves you I also want to thank Danielle and Sean and Mallory for your questions today I hope we got to everyone's question but we will do this again in just a couple months in the meantime I'd love for you to consider joining my inner circle or being a part of my community, all you need to do is go to coachdebbie.com and enter your name and email. Get on the newsletter and all the information will come to you. We do this show every Thursday, my friends. It's always a delight to be with you. I will be back next week with a new topic. And until then, namaste. Namaste.